You're listening to Tweets Ahead, an Irish podcast where we discuss our favourite tweets and trends from the week. Whether they're social, political, or from the world of sports, we love the unpredictable mess that is Twitter. Enjoy the intro music. And welcome to Tweets Ahead, an Irish podcast that's all about talking tweets, Twitter, and the ridiculousness of the Twitterverse. My name is Fergal, and I'm joined by Sean and Cormac this week. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Fergal, I'm not too bad. Uh, I'm quite, I'm the opposite of, of Sean. I'm quite full at the moment. I'm just after my dinner. So. <laughs> You're saying I'm the opposite of Sean. I'm Cormac. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm also enjoying a, a little... A little Wicklow Wolf, non-alcoholic actually, which is not like me, but I just took an ocean to not drink until Sunday. I don't know is why. It, is, <laughs> it, is, is, yeah, is it cool to not drink now? Is that what I should be doing? Should I it's be just, you know, drinking? I'm waiting for I'm waiting for our Lord to rise on Sunday. So I it can, is, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, drink. we are recording on um, Good Friday, although yes. the year we're having, I don't think, Good Friday exists anymore. Uh, how's your Good Friday going? Uh, mine's okay. Was it isn't Good Friday? Isn't this to mark the Good Friday Agreement? Isn't that why it's called? <laughs> I actually thought that for years. Uh, you, I thought it was about Easter Bunny laying <laughs> <Yeah>. eggs. <laughs> Sean, how's your Good Friday going, bud? Uh, that's all right. Yeah, no, it's good. I did a bit of gardening today. And, uh, <laughs> did you? Yeah, I did a bit of weeding, uh, weed, yeah, and, then, and the grass outside in the garden. I decided I didn't want grass in the front anymore, so I like turned it all over. Um, Drastic, yeah. Bull move, Cotton. Bull move. Yeah, that was my day, and I'm I'm busy designing the new podcast logo. Oh, Sean, you can't be telling people that we're doing it privately. Or, you know, it was a secret, wasn't it? Like, we're not going to do like a secret. We're not going to do like a secret launch. No, what was uh, the secret? Because I I didn't know anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Cormac, we're, we're, we've decided to rebrand the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Sean, can I ask? I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to be. I'm not eco warrior. You. I'm not going to be the eco warrior here. But why didn't you just like get a load of wildflower seeds or something and just throw oh, them in the garden? Oh, that's that's what I'm going to do. I'm, that's I'm, okay. I I just didn't want the grass. I just grass was just too much hassle i thought and it's only a wee little it's only a wee little patch so then i was just like i'll turn it all over and i'll make a little flower bed yeah and i don't i don't care what i put into it it'll be a, a place for the for the busy bees for the hedgehogs for the yeah hedgehogs, and listen so. if anybody has any garden tips for sean you can reach us at tweet the headcast on twitter uh those you know, bits of advice would be welcome uh, chaps, what have you, what, what's been like on Twitter this week? What, what are we going to have a look at in this episode? Sean? Uh, I was looking up, it was April Fool's Day yesterday. Did you get fooled? Uh, somebody at work tried to fool me with like um, something to do with like those, you know, those 
stacked towers in Dublin, like being ripped down. Uh, some it was it was, it was nonsense, but uh, but no, I didn't get fooled yesterday. Sorry, Sean, to answer your question. Yeah, so I I, I went crawl through Twitter and I found um sort of the just corporations just being stupid. <laughs> Some every some year, of them, every year, yeah, some every of them, year some of them were quite good and got a giggle out of me, and some of them were just like, "What, what he at?" So I, I've got a list, a list of those, and then I also want to touch upon uh, uh, <laughs> Regina Doherty last night on TV, um, making an absolute howler. <laughs> did you see that, Cormac? Oh, I did. Like my old boss, Regina. Yeah. We used to have a saying in the department of, of social protection. It was, "Don't let her near a microphone." And last night, <laughs> last night kind of proved that. Proved why why we used to say that. Cool. Well, I, I think also we're going to take a look at um, you know, there's a Twitter movie coming out essentially. Um, so a, a movie's been released soon uh, based on a thread from Twitter. If you can believe that, that's the Black Mirror type situation we're in right now. Um, and then having a look at, um, you know, how storytelling maybe has changed a little bit through social media. Uh, cool. So, will we, Cormac, do you have anything you want to? Yeah, I wouldn't mind talking about something, Fergal. Yeah. That's okay with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Sean. <laughs> no, look. Just for, uh, I feel like I've just forgotten about you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, we're going to have to, I tried to avoid it for long enough because it was so depressing. But I think we should at least touch on the absolute mess that was the Irish international football team over the last week. There was some interesting takes on Twitter. Some of them weren't really as vociferous as I thought they would have been. There was an interesting, there was an initial hatred of Stephen Kenny and then a very quick realisation that, well, we could be in this for the long haul. So, you know, let's get behind them kind of thing. So I'll have a quick talk about that and get, both of your your opinions are you in Kenny in or Kenny out? But we'll talk about that. Ooh, let's go. find out. <laughs> All right, well, let's take a look at it. Sean, gonna jump over I to you first. Knew you were gonna start with me. Yeah, I just you know you you looked a little bit unprepared, so. I have to like share my screen now. <laughs> Oof, rough. You know, such a pain. Uh, anyway, I said I was looking at um, April Fool's Day jokes on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, because um, it's it's one of those irritating things in social media now, isn't it? Like every April Fool's Day, uh, you know, corporations kind of try and get in on on the act. Yeah, and, uh, tweet I, their crap. I, I used to get really concerned about it as a kid. You know, like there was this kind of like not wanting to get made a fool out of, like especially by my father. Like I was like, oh, you know, you'd be on your guard. I used to be on my guard coming down the stairs that morning. Like I used yeah, to yeah, yeah. Guard me up because I just like Irish dad thing. I didn't want him to make a complete fool out of you. Fool out of me that on that day. Were you like kind of walking through the house like a ninja, kind of putting your head around the corner, looking out for him? Pretty much, like from the minute I come down the stairs, I'd be panicked it was just kind of this thing i it's like what we talked about a few weeks ago i i haven't had as many concerns about um you know the bermuda triangle or quicksand as i thought that I yeah have. yeah and or April, acid <laughs> April fool's day is another one of those things Did you know there's different rules in different countries and stuff that would april fool's day 
Cause no. I, cause I, like in Ireland and the UK, it's, it's traditional that you only do it till till 12, isn't it? Uh, and then if it's after 12, you're the fool. That's one of the rules. But nice. um, but but there's a really weird rule in France. <laughs> in France, it's a tradition. It's a tradition to like um cut out like a paper fish and then try and um, secretly attach that to somebody's back. And then when they notice and turn around to you, you have to shout at them, April fish. <laughs> and I confirmed it with someone from I work with who's from France. <laughs> he was like, yeah, no, that's uh, yeah, that, that that's real. <laughs> that's a thing. What? Yeah, April fish. It was funny. You, you've 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 all got French relatives. You asked them. I'll ask them about that. It was funny. I, I was talking to um when Cormac was saying about his dad trying to fool him. I remember one time when I was I think it was about seven or eight. I think April Fool's Day landed on the day that the clocks changed. And my my dad thought it'd be really funny to change all the different clocks loads of different times. So like two hours ahead, two hours behind. You know, so they're all on different times. And then we woke up the next morning and he forgot what clock he had at the right time. So we all didn't know what time it was. <laughs> time it was. Yeah. This, this, of course, this is before your before your smartphones were yeah. Sean, Sean, is this why you're late to everything? Like <laughs> are all the are all the clocks in your house still on the wrong times? Well, I'm really punctual to things now. You know I changed my ways. Yeah. What what if anybody listening, one of my first um, meetings of Sean was him arriving 40 minutes late to a five-a-side game <laughs> at that point I knew I wanted to be friends with this man yeah yeah that's a long story I, I got delayed for, for reasons that I can't explain <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember my first meeting with Sean well my first meeting with Sean was it was him wearing a really bad shirt in a nightclub <laughs> it was my very first meeting yeah, with Sean yeah that's probably it well, yeah. it's like it's like he's I Sean. The reason I don't remember is because it's like you've always been there to me. Like I don't. Thanks, man. You know, I, I'm kind of not like, oh, that was the first. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like I melded into your memories. Yes. Yeah, that's what I that's what I do to people. So, uh, Sean, your April Fool's Day list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you want to play the team music now, you can. Yeah, it's Sean's lists. He's the guy who makes all the lists, lists, lists. The first thing I came across on my April Fool's Day Twitter list was a terrible one, and it was a Duolingo. Do you know the language app? Oh, yeah, so I, I have it downloaded to my phone, and I've never used oh, it. You never use it. Oh, it's, it's, meant to be, yeah. it's, it's meant to be good. I like it, yeah. Yeah, well, anyway, they come up with uh, their twi- t- tweet, their April Fool's Day tweet said, language learning is hard, so we made it soft. It's time to turn your bathroom into a classroom with our latest innovation, Geolingo roll, toilet paper. Yes, toilet paper that teaches you phrases in new languages. What? And, yeah, and they gave a study, that like, they gave loads of things to back it up. And then you can see a picture... <laughs> Where like every piece of toilet paper had a new phrase for you to learn. Um with that. There's like no like what? There's no link between toilet paper and language. <laughs> it's a joke. Sorry, I, I, sorry, I would buy that. I would have no problem buying that. I, I know I priest. I, 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 I love to read things in the bathroom. So yeah. <laughs> I just like I just want to see the the meeting you're having and you're like you know guys we need to decide on a new joke for April Fool's Day this year what have you got 
you're like, well, if you ever notice you're taking a shit, you feel as if you you wish you were learning a language at the same time. <laughs> I love so the one. That, I love the one. The example they put down. Imagine you're sitting on the toilet and you learn an essential, not at all threatening Spanish phrase like "tengo este cabole y le voy a usar." I have this onion and I'm going to use it. <laughs> Perfect Spanish, by the way, Sean. Yeah, us, thank give, you. Give us that again, Sean. Do that again. Uh, <laughs> oh, here we go. Tengo esta cebola a la voy a usar. Oh, perfect. Yeah, thank you. Oh, uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> For any Spanish listeners, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, then the left reviews on it as well. So there was like someone left a review saying, My husband hasn't left the bathroom in over four hours. Um, so Actually, really... that's, men do not need another reason to spend more time in the bathroom, let's be honest. No, uh, so they really want the you know, in fairness to them, like the, you know, they did their groundwork, you know, <laughs> yeah. No, it, as far as April Fool's the um corporate tweets go, um, that's all right, yeah. So we're okay with that one. The next one, uh, was Lego, and I, I just have the, the little gif up here. So they came up with you know, a, their April the first one was never step on a Lego brick again, smart bricks coming soon. and for the listeners who haven't seen this, basically, any time you walk near Lego bricks that are on the ground so that you don't stand on them when, when you're in your socks, the smart bricks just move magically away. It, it looks like two magnets, you know, when man, magnets repel each other. Mm. Yeah, it kind of looks like that, yeah. So they're allergic to your foot. Um, have you ever stepped on Lego? Yeah, it, it's, it's, it is like that... Um... You know, that thing people do with the walking hot coals, <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of similar. My my issue with this fake product, Sean, um, if we can discuss this fake product for a second. Yes. Is I feel like as you push the Lego bricks away from your feet, you will be inadvertently pushing them towards somebody else's feet. Yeah. They've also so, not, they haven't explained there how, how, how it works. Yeah. Also, wouldn't they all be like under your couch and stuff? Yeah, I, I listen, Sean. We don't mean to pick this apart, but it's the way it's happened. Well, do you know what? You should be you should be a good parent and make your children pick up their Lego. Oh, he's I... talking, about... <laughs> Sean. Come on, <laughs> we're not talking about this the Lego Lego for kids with this guy. This guy would be buying it from himself. <laughs> hey, leave, leave my Death Star Lego alone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, look at my little Iron Man, my Iron Man, Lego Man. Ooh. Hey, have you seen my Iron Man? <laughs> the Hulkbuster. Yeah. <laughs> I have him right here. He has <laughs> one, look. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Uh, okay, <laughs> next. Next. Uh, the next one was kind of funny because um, it got massive backlash. Um, Volkswagen, uh, they started their tweet with, we know 66 is an unusual age to change your name, but we've always been young at heart, introducing Volkswagen, uh, similar to Volkswagen, but with renewed focus on electric driving, starting with our all-new all-electric SUV, the ID4, Volkswagen. So Volks, spelled V-O-L-T-S-W-A-G-E-N. Uh, it received massive backlash because... <laughs> everyone started kind of t- taking it seriously and saying Volkswagen what, what are you trying to do to pretend that you're all caring about the environment now after the whole um, diesel emission debacle back in back oh, a couple of years ago yes hey, Hitler would be spinning in his grave <laughs> yeah and then also also somebody was pointing out the fact that um, 
they're they're saying that their company age is 66 and someone was saying well it's not actually 84 years ago because you know <laughs> oh that's, yeah that's when that's when yeah. himself was about <laughs> himself <laughs> yeah, yeah so are they trying are they trying to get away from the from the i don't know I the, think, the nazi era <laughs> yeah i think i think this this one is probably too real like it was it wasn't like absurd enough um no. as as a joke and the oh. fact that and the fact that they're kind of claiming to care about the environment now as well which well i seen know. that during the week and i thought it was real i it, i wasn't like it fooled me fooled me three times yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah so, within... so far so far in in your list duolingo and volkswagen have got me <laughs> lego i wasn't convinced by lego so i'm interested to see now what, what the next one has yeah anyway that one didn't go down well at all there was a massive backlash so yeah. they should really get someone to write their jokes for them um the next oh my one... god sorry sean can you go back to that the, yeah. the volkswagen because just to reply to the tweet <laughs> So I'll see this the, the announcement tweet from, from Volkswagen of the joke. And just the first reply is from some guy called Jeremy saying, Sorry, changing your name doesn't clear you of the stuff your company did between 1937, which is actually 84 years ago, by the way, and 1955. <laughs> that stuff is still part of your history. Whatever. I mean, it, it, it's just expanding <laughs> what you said, but geez. Yeah, I love the bit. Someone, someone put like um, Fultz beside the Volkswagen. Do you see that? And it looks like the SS sign. Oh my God. <laughs> so brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Um, People really went to town on this. Yeah, they did. Um, you know, they're showing how someone's going, it was 1937 when Volkswagen was founded. And yeah, people didn't like it. Yeah. Twitter, Twitter doesn't let you away with shit, does it? No, it doesn't. No, no. All right. All right. Anyway. What's next in the list, Sean? Next one. This is an interesting one. Right. And I'm going to play, I'm going to play the advertising. So <laughs> it's, it's South Australia uh, Tourism Board. And, you know, they want you to visit South Australia. And they came up with this new sort of, you know, they want, it's all about food and how great food tastes in South Australia. But the tagline just made everybody think, are they having a laugh? So I'm going to play it and see what you think. Okay. So this is an ad, yeah? Yeah. Why does it taste so much better when you go down south? We travel in search of memories and unforgettable experiences. We yearn for something more than four walls. And the fact remains, taste can decide our destiny and transport us back in time. Places loved and lost, only to be rediscovered again. But not any mouthful will do. Your tongue yearns for a certain sensation. Your heart and soul flower through flavour. And your taste buds take you to a fond place, familiar is it time to breathe and feel the crisp air down here? Is it time to let our abundant delights burst in your mouth? Is it time to bask in Australian bush, native to our southern lands? Is it time to discover a new zest for life and explore our hidden delights? 
time to go down south with your mouth. Sean, did you just play an advertisement for oral sex on the podcast? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So the tagline was go down south with your mouth. I mean, it's not terrible advice. I don't well, know what to, I don't know what well, to think about that one. Well, it certainly, certainly had me uh, pulled in. <laughs> that way, uh, I actually, I actually quite liked that ad. That was. It's, well, my problem with this is it's not really an April Fool's Day joke, is it? It's just cheeky advertising, like, and like you know, it's not like a prank. It's you know, the music is it? was good. It was very, this... very, very handsome. Like music, there was nice scenery, nice beer, nice yeah. food. Dimension, Dimension Bush. They did, they did. The Stra- <laughs> Australian Bush, I think they were. Australian Bush, yeah. Oh, fair enough. That's so, uh, yeah. There, 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 there's, there's, there's a joke about the outback there, isn't there? Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a menu joke in there, I think, um, if I was quick enough to come up with some. Um, and anyway, people on Twitter thought it had to be an April Fool's joke. Um, I don't know what you think. Serious? Not serious? April Fool's joke? Well, I think it was. I think it was deadly serious. Me too. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I, I think they released on April Fool's Day because it's funny. But you know, that's that's some cheeky advertising right there. I like it. Yeah. So that was a good one. Um, my last one is a very simple one. It was because um, the other ones were just like oh rubbish. I just. There's one. There's one about Atlantic Atlantic Airlines that like they had like going, yeah, Virgin Airlines. Sorry, Virgin Airlines going cycling <laughs> on in a plane. Like it just was stupid. Uh, a couple of other ones were stupid, like charcoal, Coca Cola, and stuff like that. So, no, this one was nice and simple. Uh, the Paddington Bear account uh, just put up a tweet. I don't like marmalade anymore, and I quite like that one. So. Mm-hmm. This is nice and simple. Nice, nice and simple. Those plus, movies plus are I, brilliant. Yeah. Plus, I ran out of time. <laughs> <laughs> I do see somebody reply to it, reporting the tweet <laughs> as suspicious or spreading spam. Yeah. 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 yeah that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, that's a good list, Sean. You, you said you wanted to talk about uh, Regina briefly. Oh, did you see hear this last night, Cormac? Did you? Yeah, I did. Unfortunately. Before you get into Sean, who is who is Regina Doherty? For anyone who doesn't know, listening, she's she's a cod. She's, <laughs> she's a spoofer, as Donfrey would say. But Regina Doherty, for people who don't know, uh, used to be the Minister for Employment Affairs and Social Protection in Ireland, which in other countries it would be, for example, in, in England, it's Department of Communities and, and Welfare. So basically Minister for, for Welfare. Well, uh, she didn't get re-elected in the last election because she wasn't very good at her job. <laughs> I had the displeasure of meeting her a few times. And as I said, when we came on, the running joke was, you know, if she was in front of a microphone that week, we would have a lot of work afterwards. A lot of queries after, afterwards. It's a nice lead into... Yeah, exactly. It's a nice segue into to what yeah. Sean's talking about. So Sean, yeah. what 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 happened with she, Regina? She was on the Tonight Show on Virgin Media uh, TV, and they're talking about uh, mandatory quarantine and how yeah. certain countries aren't being put on the list, like France and Germany, and how ridiculous that is. 
and then she's questioning like are saying kind of ireland can't close their borders um because it's just not what we do and then she refers to <laughs> the 800 years of travel between the mainland <laughs> and when she means by the mainland she's referring to the uk that's shocking isn't it i'll just play it it's just it's not really like it's it's before sean hits play like i mean make no mistake about it if finnegale had half a chance they'd uh they'd nearly run a a, a union jack up a flagpole <laughs> amazing go on sean hit play there Union that does need to be taken into consideration. It's exactly the same the same kind of situation that if we decided in the morning to ban people from Northern Ireland traveling to the south of Ireland, if we banned people from the United Kingdom mainland to allow you know to be coming to Ireland based on the fact that we have the 800 years of common travel. It isn't as simple as just saying we're New Zealand, we're an island nation, we have control of all of our borders and all of our supply chains. Holly Kearns, what do you make of that? That there are political and trade reasons. I can't get over there's there's two other people sitting there. <laughs> I've never heard. I, I, I've just. I've never heard 800 years of British rule described as 800 years of common travel <laughs> to the mainland. Yeah. Well, don't forget now. Another Fine Gael minister, Charlie Flanagan, tried to have a commemoration for the, you know, the auxiliaries, Black and Tans, and the RIC oh, last yeah. year. So it's Jeez, not. It's, it's not beyond them. They're not. They're, it's not, they're not beyond this, this kind of behaviour. But um, you, uh, you were saying there was two other people there. Look, Matt Cooper should have pulled her up on that straight away, I think. And I, I follow Holly Cairns on social media. I, I think she was probably that flabbergasted. She didn't really want to attack that at that point because well, where do you go with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean, I assume Twitter had um, a reasonable and measured reaction to this. Yeah, I just put up the the blind boy was on this straight away this morning um, from the Rubber Bandits, and he was saying, <laughs> I can't stop thinking about Regina Doherty saying 800 years of common travel with the mainland on TV last night. It was so effective that I'm not even thinking about the context of the conversation and the much more important issues therein. I'm just thinking about 800 years of common travel with the mainland and my mouth is dry from being open. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, it. Someone tweeted underneath um, Blind Boy's post there saying uh, uh, Rex Kramer saying Oliver Cromwell bringing Toblerones home to his kids after his travels around Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Twitter. I'll never change. The Dr. Harold News. Um, they're quite new. I think they followed us recently yeah yeah we, we, we kind of discovered them last week and i think they're following us are they like a satire or what uh fake news thing is it well i hope so or else this headline's gonna be pretty confusing <laughs> anyway they say <laughs> hugely impressed by regina doherty's courage on tonight vmtv if i knew as little as she does about covid no way would i be brave enough to debate more informed people on national tv amazing woman um yeah oh it's just i just i couldn't get over that uh, when i saw yeah. it Morning. Plenty of reaction, plenty of reactions on Twitter about how she wasn't called out about it. Um, but yeah, it, it was a funny one, all right. Um, pretty strong reactions out there to it. What she achieved before we move on, she like she's achieved what she wanted to do achieve. Nobody's really talking about mandatory hotel quarantine today for EU countries or people coming from yeah. the states. 
it's can you believe this one said <laughs> X, Y, and Z. There was a guy, Aiden Fitzmaurice, who I follow on Twitter. Like, I, I won't play it, but he done up a reaction video to it. And, um, like, Is that all just, the people's head heads just people's, people's heads exploding, Sean. Yeah. And are saying this. But he acknowledges then today that, like, you know, is, is it is it genius? Like, has somebody briefed her beforehand and said, look, you got to, you know, you got to steer us away from even having this debate because we just don't want to have it. You know, yeah. say, say something absurd. We don't. We're not even going to care what you say. Yeah, it, it's mad. Like, and you know, it's funny timing for this topic as well, as this is episode number thirty-two of oh. Tweets Ahead podcast. So nice timing, uh, Cormac. Before we get to your bit, I just wanted to quickly talk about the, uh, I guess, Twitter-related movie that's coming out. Go on. Uh, don't you guys sort of? Did you guys see this? Uh, the trailer was released on Twitter late yesterday. The film's called Zola. I, I thought it was like a Netflix documentary on Gianfranco Sola. So I was the Italian footballer I used to play for Chelsea and kind of was one of the first really successful European imports into the Premier Like there was plenty, but first big star, like major star, was one of the major stars um, in the round, maybe after Cantona, just around the same time or so. But that's what I thought it was, Fergal. But then when I looked in our little WhatsApp, I quickly realised that's not what it was. <laughs> no, unfortunately, it's something even better, uh, Cormac. <laughs> so I uh, released a trailer for the movie yesterday. And you know what? It actually looks really good, um, surprisingly. So it's, it's a movie. It's, it's Hollywood running out of ideas and mining Twitter threads <laughs> for scripts. Um, and this is, this is the again, it's the Black Mirror kind of scenario we're in. But uh, it is based on a Twitter thread from back in 2015, um, a 148 tweet thread by a Twitter user um, at underscore Zola R Moon. Um, this thread went viral, um, like thousands of people liking all the tweets on it. Um, and it was even, um, even Rolling Stone wrote a piece about the, the thread called Zola Tells All. The real story behind the greatest stripper saga ever tweeted. So Zola is, it's about two strippers um, who travel from um, Detroit, I think, to Florida with uh, one of their boyfriends and a pimp in their car. And basically the, the tread is just about that trip and what happened. So um, Zola is, is one of the, the, the strippers and Jessica is the other one. And it's just it's just about that tread, really. And uh, basically, how they, they met in Hooters, uh, they decided they, they bonded over Tumblr posts. It's a very it's a very millennial <laughs> or, or Gen Z um, type script, I guess. And then kind of traveled to Florida, and just madness um, uh, occurs. But yeah, the, the trailer actually looks really good. But I think it's fascinating that you know Hollywood has looked at a Twitter thread of. Of for, for a script well, book. maybe Fergal, but I have to, uh, the idea isn't that crazy to me. I'm just a bit confused because I've never heard of this Twitter thread ever. Yeah, yeah, me neither. But if you even Google it a little bit, um, like we like we are the problem. <laughs> it's like really popular and really well known. Um, it's it's a fascinating sounding story. Like I, I didn't want to go into too much detail because I assume it'll spoil the movie. Because you're um, excited for the movie. It looks really good. The trailer. It, <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> well, the trailer looks really good. It, it's made, Sean. It's made from the same um, 
production company that made um, all those movies you love, uh, Hereditary and Midsummer. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's not by the same. It's not by the same director. I can't remember. No, no, but the same producers and um, and uh, production company behind it. Um, right. So it looks, it looks, it genuinely looks really good. I saw the trailer; like it looked fast-paced and interesting, and yeah, it yeah, it looked like it looked a bit mad. Now your one Zola has said she hasn't, she didn't embellish the truth a little bit, tried to tread, right. and I, I don't think her and Jessica don't seem to be friends after it. So maybe that'll, maybe that is a spoiler for for the movie coming out. Uh, but uh, Jessica kind of said some of the stuff's not true. Um, but your one did say that as people were reacting to the trade, she was kind of maybe throwing in a few fake facts and stuff just to make the story sound a bit better. Um, ah, yeah, it, a wee bit of embellishment doesn't <laughs> doesn't hurt. Well, well you have story. to, you have, you have to have fun with it. But it, it got me thinking about you know other um, social media um, conversations or or threads and trends that kind of made it onto different forms of media. And do you guys remember that? Uh, this this viral trend from I think it was four years ago now the the two sentence horror stories. Remember that was a thing people were sending me around in WhatsApp groups and it was a big thing on Twitter. It was, it was yeah, based on yeah. Reddit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the, there's a big Reddit um, page. What do they call it in Reddit, Sean? Reddit page. subreddit. 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 Well, that's how old I am. Yeah, um, I, I joined Reddit recently. Yeah. You're mad for Reddit lately. I know, yeah, yeah. I enjoy the conversations. Yeah, he's, he's going through Reddit looking at madder conspiracy theories. Where I go, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what he's at. He's he's moved on see, there. You're going to see the next couple of episodes. I I I change. I go from from really you know sound sensible Sean to like Jim Core territory. I'll become mm. his best friend. Exactly. Yeah. For anyone who can't see Sean, he's already wearing a tinfoil hat. Like so, yeah. I'll follow him on Gab or something like that, and, and is, then and when you come to me, it would be Gab of the Week, not Tweet. Gab, Gab of the Week. Uh, but yeah, there's a subreddit called Two Sentence Horror. Um, it's still going, and they still have like writing competitions and stuff. But um, how but, could you have a horror story in two sentences? Well, I'll, I'll, so okay, I'll read one or two of the ones that were popular back in the day. Right, and see see if I get scared by them because. I... Okay, so uh, right. How long are the sentences? A few of them, a few of them do take liberties. A lot of a, a lot of apostrophes. <laughs> a few of them take liberties. A lot of ellipses um, at the end. Yeah. Okay, so here's one by the cold flame, and it's the driver wasn't very chatty, so I checked my phone. Hey, to Uber, I'm outside. <gasps> Dun, dun, dun. Um, so that's uh, there was a wait a minute. So hold on, what was that like? So he was in, he was in the car already. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, and he he didn't give it the he didn't give it the natural suspense that that it was supposed to have, Sean. For start, okay. Here, here here's another one, Sean. Here's another one. Okay. Okay. There was a picture in my phone of me sleeping. I live alone. Well, obviously, some guy or girl that she had staying over, he or she had staying over, took a, a photo on her phone. No, that doesn't really scare me. There are there are a few. I, I'll be honest, I couldn't find one or two of the really good ones, <laughs> but there are some really good ones floating around. I know there, there's a, a, a short film made on YouTube a couple of years ago of one of them about um, 
some little boy was sleeping in his bed and asked his dad to check under his bed because there's a monster there. And when he looked under the bed, the little boy was under the bed as well, saying, Dad, there's a monster in my bed. <gasps> I thought that was an actual film. No, it's based on a two two sentence horror. Oh, I thought I've, I'm sure I've seen that trope in a few 20, 2010s. <laughs> Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. But, uh, but there's, there's a few pretty bad ones out there um, floating around as well. Uh, people kind of chancing their arm, I think. Um, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, that I just, oh, yeah, sorry, the reason I brought that up is that it's now traveled over to TV. So, you know, the TV network in, in the States, the CW, have a series called Two Sentence Horror. <laughs> Dude, yeah, and they've actually, yeah, they've actually made TV episodes based on the two set and tower stories. What would um, be the is, format? Would they just? I, I assume it's like I assume it's like Twilight. I assume it's like Twilight Zone or um, Black Mirror, where it's a, a different story every episode. You know, would be my right. assumption. That's cool. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's a cool concept. I actually like the two sentence. I love the likes of Twilight Zone and you know Jordan Peele's movies and that. So like, I actually really like the. The, the idea behind it but it also uh, made me think of other viral treads you know that can be made into movies and stuff i don't know if you guys remember uh it was two years ago or no 2017 it was three years ago um a fellow called adam ellis um he's really popular now but he's he was a, a cartoonist of buzzfeed but he released a tread of um basically saying his, his apartment was haunted and just had like a really long tread of going over weeks of different weird weird shit that was happening in his apartment and like like the irish times wrote a piece about this wondering is this real or fake is this guy actually haunted like some of the stuff's really creepy so th- this like captured people's imaginations for weeks that this twitter thread and um, adam has like a million followers now just under a million um, based on this so he's actually started writing horror stories on the side as well as being a cartoonist yeah uh, uh, i was just about to say what's his job he's a writer is he He's a cartoonist, but now he's, he's, he has started, like, right, right. the thing is he specializes in doing um, um, treads and stories that are, you can't really tell if it's happening to him or not. I think that's, you know, it's meant to blur the lines of, of, of Twitter and reality, I guess. But it was really good. He started, like, posting, you know, it just started off with, like, um, his first tweet was, so my apartment has currently been haunted by the ghost of a dead child and is trying to kill me. Tread. <laughs> so that was the opening line. <laughs> Um, yeah, so basically he just talks about how he keeps seeing a kid that has a dent in his head in his Ooh. dreams, and then his cats are, he's got two cats, so Cormac, you'll like him um, and uh, the cats keep on acting really weird at night in the apartment and trying to look behind certain doors, and he keeps hearing like knocks along the walls and all this, and it records, well, you know in inverted commas, records some of the, the knocks and stuff so uh, it ends up being fake, obviously uh, we had people going for weeks and and a lot of people questioning themselves. And, and as I said, like the proper publications writing articles about it and everything. So uh, I wonder if, you know, the likes of Twitter trends and stuff will be um, a weird kind of form or, or gestation of stories for TV and movies in the next couple of years. I think it certainly has the potential, yeah. But like, how do you make like a one hour 40 plus movie out of a Twitter trend? That's kind of what I'd be. Like, listen, if Zack Schneider can make fucking four hours of shite out of that movie from a couple of years ago, I'm sure they can manage it. Well, yeah, I actually take, took umbrage with that last night, and, and you better leave this recording, because I, I seen uh, 
I seen one of ye two commented <laughs> on, some, on, <laughs> on something saying that, uh, you know, like Whedon understands the characters better or something like that. You don't speak for you don't speak for all of us, by the way. Have the, well, have yeah, the listen. Have I was the just being a. How is being a fact? Have the guts, man, to comment underneath it with your, with your own profile. I was just spewing, <laughs> spewing the facts. I quite enjoyed that film for what it was. We spoke all about it, though. I thought we yeah. all agreed that Snack Snyder didn't understand the characters. No, I didn't. I didn't agree with that. I said he didn't particularly need to to make a, you know, <laughs> <That's> a <different laughs> thing. <laughs> to make to make a movie. It's the same thing, you know. No, yeah, you, you, you agreed. You agreed that you just, just agreed. <laughs> no, I didn't say that he didn't. I said he doesn't particularly need to. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's no, the it's same not. Thing. No, it's not. The same thing would be me saying I agree with you that he doesn't understand the characters. <laughs> You're getting bogged down in the. In, well, no. speaking speaking of getting bogged down, let's talk about no, no, um, no, 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 Stephen no, Kenny. No, then no, no, we're just going to clear this up. <laughs> Saying I, I agree with you, he doesn't understand the characters is completely different to saying he doesn't need to understand the characters. You do understand that, right? Sorry, my head's exploding. Uh, yeah, saying, I, saying, but, but no, I think... No, 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 no. Can we just clear this up, sorry, before we move on? <laughs> I, I agree he doesn't understand the characters is, is a personal opinion to say I agree yeah. he doesn't understand the characters. Saying he doesn't need to understand the characters is a completely different thing. Well, clearly, because he got to make this fucking second version of the movie yeah, without but, knowing the characters. Yeah, but just let's just make sure we're, we're, we're on the same. <laughs> this is same like moment. my last Jedi. Yeah. Oh, um, it's not that bad, Sean. No, it's definitely not that bad, but... You, 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 you were unbearable. <laughs> I wasn't unbearable. I made some really good points, and I'll go into them again if you want. We'll, do, we'll I, do a special on it, Sean. Right. Well, I will. Some, just before you move on to that, what other treads could you see being made into movies? I was thinking of Bean Dad. I was thinking what that would be like. Bean Dad, the movie. Bean It'd Dad be really depressing. It's just it's some father abusing yeah, his daughter for, for an hour and a half. It would end pretty badly. It'd probably win, <laughs> probably win an award or something. But yeah. Or it would end up in some sort of comedy. And at the end, she pushes him into like a big pool of beans. And I'd be more interested in like before we quickly move on like who's going to be the first really huge star to play like somebody in a twitter Ooh, you know, that's, like, that's a good question would it be like yeah. would, it, would it be a dicaprio move you think like it'd be I was, mac I, i'm not joking i was about to say dicaprio i was literally sean, about to say dicaprio sean what do you who, can you see anyone in particular kind of going down like oh yeah i'll take that i'll do that you know someone like steve Carell or something like that it'd be something wacky that yeah. he do could do. Yeah, yeah that's, what that's if, a good show. What if Tweets Ahead got made, made into a movie? Well, Steve Crowley play you, Sean, obviously. Uh, <laughs> I think everybody who's ever met me knows that uh, oh, it'd be a toss-up between Wayne Gosling or Tom Hardy probably would have to... Uh, probably Tom Hardy. <laughs> play, my, play, play me. Fergal, we just get that guy to play Leonard Hofstadter in Big Bang Theory. Uh, you're all you're all dickheads. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Joey man, Joe, the other fella. What you call him? Uh, he's got some Shia LaBeouf. Joey, yeah, yeah. Really actually, Shia LaBeouf would actually, I'd be okay with that. Apart from the fact he's absolutely mental. Uh, Cormac, before you run out of time, do you want to yeah. quickly take us through? Well, I suppose there's not much to go through other than you know Ireland had three international games and what would we say about about eight or nine days 
one of them was the start of a new World Cup qualifying campaign. And, and after 90 minutes and losing 3 2 to Serbia, uh, most people were of the opinion that we were done, we were out of the World Cup. I don't know. We, Sean, I know you kind of have taken not a stance, but at the moment you're you're not really in love with international football in general. It might not necessarily be the Irish team. Is that right? So you probably well, didn't watch it. At the, no, I did watch it. I, I, I kind of was saying I wouldn't want to watch because I knew what was I knew what was going to happen. Um, I knew I like it's it's nothing to do with Stephen Kenny. It's that we've just got we just haven't got the players, and that I think really he's really starting from a real foundational level with them, in the fact that he's trying to teach them how to play football again. <laughs> And you know, I watched the Siberia, the Serbian Serbia. Match. <laughs> You're not the Siberian game. <laughs> I was watching the Serbian game, and you know, I was pleasantly surprised at how well he he set them up. I thought the formation was great, um, and how well he set them up, and how well they started to play. And then it it just seemed to me that you know the sixty minutes we were good for the sixty minutes, and then we started to fade away. And then in the next game, he kept the same formation, but they just didn't play. Um, it's to do with the players more so than the than thing. But what annoys me about it then was I saw, what was it, RT football or RT soccer put up. Yes, a, this a, is a, kind of where I'm going this, with it, but go, go ahead. Do you, do you remember what they said? They said, oh, if, if this was... Or yeah, the, the Luxembourg would be, see, would be saying, you're getting fired in the morning or yeah, something if like there that. Was, if there was away fans in the ground, they'd be chanting... You know, you're you're sacked in the morning. That was only yeah, the broadcaster. They, they, yeah, they, they tweeted that out, and I think they quickly um, deleted the tweet. But uh, obviously, people have gotten screen as listen as happens in Twitter. People get screenshots of it, uh, and, and, that, and that, that was just, it's disgraceful because, like, Sean, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you brought that up because that's yeah. when the tide started to turn. A lot of people after that tweet. I'm not specifically saying that tweet but the Luxembourg game is when a lot of people who were previously extremely critical of Kenny began to realize oh crap hold on a minute maybe it's the 20 30 years of mismanagement by the FAI uh, under investment and the fact that we don't have as many fantastic players as we as we used to have you know certainly no players playing at really big clubs. Matt Doherty's playing at Spurs. Uh, Spurs, Coleman at Everton, but outside of that, were oh yeah, they're both, they're both in the same position as well. I know, and like yeah. the thing is, Fergal, the thing is, Fergal, <laughs> myself and yourself grew up as as Man United fans, and we yeah. were all, always used to Irish players coming through at Man United. Not all of them made the grade, but to go off <laughs> elsewhere, I. Funny you mention that I I did I you're talking about me using the account to tweet stuff. I thought I had a pretty good tweet there the other day. Yeah, there's, a, a, there's, there's a twit there's a Twitter account called um, at Irish Reds. Uh, it's a Man United um, Irish Twitter account, and they tweeted out, um, you know, who'd you rather United bought in the summer, uh, Declan Rice or or somebody else? I remember who it was? Wilfred uh, Ndidi. Wilfred Ndidi, and I replied using the uh, account saying, uh, Rice, it'd be nice to have a, an Irish international back at United. Yeah, and I thought that was pretty good. I was delighted I with that. I got, got lots of likes. 
they liked it. I don't think know. I liked it because I think I knew you tweeted us. And I was like, oh, I'm not Explains a lot about our relationship, doesn't it? It, it? it makes the point. And Sean's point is, is right about RT soccer. And then as you said, they had, to, they had to delete it because it was so disrespectful to Kenny. It was so bad. And then you'd see... You'd, You'd like Stephen Kenny there giving an interview afterwards, kind of say, kind of pretty much saying, "Well, like you know, I'm not really sure where that performance came from because we were so good the other night in in Serbia." And Seamus Coleman coming out afterwards saying it was completely unacceptable. You know, Have you ever like, seen a man so unhappy to receive a man of the match award? <laughs> yeah, it's like Christ. he said to Tony O'Donoghue, "Like I have to come out here and do this interview, but I'd rather be in there sorting out some of this mess." Now, for they were very good for. 55 minutes against Qatar and then drew 1-1 but just before we finish the point that was made two points actually John Giles who is considered a bit of a dinosaur uh, made an extremely good point uh, which I hadn't really prickly thought of Sean you might agree with this Fergal I know growing up your house was on a main road so maybe you weren't allowed to play out in the street but like street football was such a big thing when we were growing up it's not happening anymore. All of the games are played on like fantastic youth facility pitches and it's all so kind of everything's a pattern. Nothing's off the cuff like like it used to be in street football. And, and John Giles was making the point that he actually went to an unveiling of a plaque where he's from um, on the street he grew up on in, in Dublin just, just before COVID started. And it was like, you know, this plaque is for one of Ireland's greatest ever players, John Giles, who learned his trade on playing football on, on, on these streets. And he said just above that was a plaque from Dublin City Council saying, no ball games allowed on the street. Yeah. <laughs> and he was there. He's kind of going like, I was sitting there and I was just kind of looking at this going, what's, you know, what's going on here? But the second point before we go is, like, we were kind of a little bit, disingenuous to the likes of Luxembourg we, we, we probably should have beaten Qatar but with the money they have they've been able to invest in a lot of good coaches to come in and they yeah, bet Luxembourg yeah exactly but majority Our bet, of, bet Luxembourg yeah, yeah one, the bet them in the, the match previous and was yeah. there a thing though that Qatar like won the Asian Cup or something like they were they are the Asian champs yeah. yeah yeah they're not actually that bad and they have a lot of money they can pump it into training facilities etc that, that we don't have but Luxembourg like what we don't realise a lot of the players from Luxembourg they've spent like 10 years 15 years getting their act together they've copied the Belgian model to the extent that a lot of their players have been in academies in Belgium and play in Belgium Josh Cullen plays in Belgium for, for Anderlecht but these teams maybe aren't as bad as we think that they are. And whereas we've been spending the last 10 years to 15 years messing about these paying, teams. Paying for Delaney's birthday. Paying for the 0050 birthday sign at John Delaney's party. Um, these other countries have been getting their act together, Fergal. So we may actually have to suffer this a while longer. But I do think Stephen Kenny will be there for the long haul. And the reaction on Twitter certainly after the Luxembourg game, did seem to be turning in his favour. I think a lot of people began to realise, yeah. look, it might, not be a cha- it might not be a case of Kenny is 
their man, but he might be the man before the man kind of kind of thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think he needs to be there for a good five years to sort out. Yeah, I think so. Uh, what? Make what? him play what? football and just let them let them do what let them do what Eamon Dunphy has been <laughs> saying for years Ireland should do and actually not stop hoofing the ball. Yeah. Well, yeah. I do believe I do believe Northern Ireland when Michael O'Neill took over, they didn't win their first sixteen games. Yeah. Um, and before they had a great run, so yeah, yeah. All right, just uh, sorry, it's just uh, <laughs> speaking about oh, that. There we go. Speaking Joe, <laughs> Joe, uh, Joe there, um, Johnny Giles saying about no, you know, street football and no patterns in football and all that. I'd say he'd love my style of football. Well, there's I no mean, patterns in that. You are the kind of guy, John Giles, if he was still manager of we say West Brom or Leeds he would pay today's equivalent of 100 million for you thanks Gary <laughs> he, he would and myself and Fergal would be left sat on the bench every thanks, week thanks man no yeah. Yeah, we, we just don't do it Fergal we don't we don't no. do it in, in I'll, take, I'll take that I'll take that compliment though Gary <laughs> the centre of the park we're not doing <laughs> enough we're not getting around the pitch enough you know, and that's right. that's it but yeah I Fergal what do you Quickly before we go, what do you think? Do you agree with? Like, I know Giles is considered a bit of a dinosaur in inverted commas, but do you, do you kind of agree with that though, lads? That it's all too there's too many drills and too many patterns now, and it kind of does take away from off the cuff players. And and maybe with us being a country that's got a small population and competing with two to three other very good sports. That we can't really afford to take that off the cuffness away from from our players. Well, when when's the last time we had a good off the cuff player like Kevin Kilban? You know, uh, so that's where my questions are coming from. This is it, John uh, O'Shea, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> know. Uh, yeah, listen, some things are just basic, and, and and that's one of them. No, yeah, he's he's right, Sean. Yeah, give me give me back Liam Brady. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Sean, Sean going a bit further back, but okay. yeah, a little bit further back, but all right, okay. All right. Welcome to the breakdown. All right, gents, uh, thanks for joining me again this week. Did you have any particular? Tweets of the week or anything you wanted to run through? Cormac raising his hand like an excited child in class. Uh, uh, I do, but I'm trying to get them to load uh, at the moment. Okay, well, I'll do mine uh, real quick. <laughs> um, Please, go ahead. I saw for Fred Fool's Day, um, you know Bruce Campbell, the actor from, um, the, uh, for the, from the Evil Dead of Evil Dead fame? Yeah. he He's uh, appearing in that new um, Doctor Strange movie with Sam Raimi um, directing it. But he tweeted out a fake script there about like uh, uh, Doctor Strange kind of like going through like a multiverse. But he, he, he like typed out and printed out a proper <laughs> script page of Doctor Strange meeting Ash from the Evil Dead. Like it looked dead real. Obviously it was fake, but lots of people were kind of in a tizzy over it because uh, that movie's meant to be like uh, a multiverse thing. I've just seen... That your screen share, Cormac, and I saw this earlier, and it's outrageous. Is it Sean? Is it it's mine? Yeah, it's not me. I was like, thank God it's not me because I've, <laughs> I was typing a message to somebody. <laughs> so Go, on. Yeah. Go on, Sean, take a my, my tweet of the week is uh, from a guy called Family Man with a Dark Secret, and it's a meme. And the meme is in four stages, and it, it shows a baby in a womb. 
and the baby looks as if it's praying and it's saying, God, please Dundalk. And then in the next in the next screen, you see the baby's born. And he's just being, you know, he's just being pulled out and the doctor's holding him. And the, underneath the baby, it says, hello, sir, where am I? And then you just hear, see, in the next thing, it zooms in a bit and says, Drada. And it zooms right in on, on the despair in the baby's eyes. Uh, I love that. Yeah. Yes, come on, the town. <laughs> I am not, we're not even going to apologize to anybody from Drada listening. Uh, Cormac, well, uh, what was your two of the week? I actually, if you could indulge me for a moment, I have two. And one oh, of them, Jesus Christ. Go one on. of them Sean will particularly like. Oh. Uh, the, the first one is actually Sergio Aguero, the news broke that he is, and it wasn't an April Fool's. He is leaving Man City after all these these years. Um, Fergal, your dad will be devastated. No, yep. Fergal. De- Devo. <laughs> Devo. So uh, back, all the way back in 2011 when he joined, Oliver Holt, who's a very well-known football journalist in England, tweeted out, Aguero may be the highest profile signing of the summer so far, but I still think Charlie Adams for Liverpool could be the best. <laughs> and Oliver Holt is now tweeted all these years later going, now that Aguero is leaving, can we just please forget about the Charlie Adam bit? So that was him. Sean, live line during the week. There was uh, I didn't listen to it. Okay. A woman Never. rang... A woman rang live line during the week giving out about the carbon monoxide canary. Do you know the, the ad for carbon monoxide? <laughs> my, mom, my My mum actually hates that ad. Yes. I agree and with this, her. <laughs> this woman rang up to give it large, kind of going, this carbon monoxide canary is a disgrace because it makes a mockery of the late Ronnie Drew. She said it was, it was clearly based off Ronnie Drew. So... Phelan Drew, who is Ronnie Drew's son, <laughs> rang up to inform Liveline that he actually went for an interview, an audition for the role. The brief was to sound as much like Ronnie Drew as possible, but I didn't get the job. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. And then it finished off with latest contributor on this scandal. The P word, poxy, though we didn't use the word on air, is worse than the F word. And that's, that's, that's how it ended. Oxy is worse than the F word. That's what the person ringing up said. Well, listen, that I think that's the end of our poxy podcast this week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's brilliant. All right, gents, thanks again uh, for joining me as always this week. Uh, for you listening, we've been the Tweets Ahead podcast. You can find us on all good podcasting platforms like Anchor, Amazon, Spotify, Castbox, wherever we are there. The music, as always, was Welcome to the Breakdown by Bill Coleman. And you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, the Tiki Talks, uh, and Facebook uh, at Tweets Headcast. I've been Fergal, and thanks very much for listening. See you next week. <laughs>